0: This hour of In the Zone is sponsored by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. All the football talk you can handle before we head into the weekend. Let's kick things off with a man who needs no introduction. Milton slips a tackle, Dives outside, and scores. Mackenzie Milton. The man, the myth, the legend, Mackenzie Milton, college football icon, joining us on the hotline now. This segment brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. KZ, welcome to the show. Happy Friday.
1: Happy Aloha Friday, brother. How you
0: doing? I'm doing good. I have about 18 things that I want to get to you, and I uh, get to with you, and I have like nine minutes to do it. So I'm going right, to do it. All right. So if you want to, you can keep keep these as short and sweet as you want popcorn style there you go let's get to the controversial stuff first uh fans have been upset at mikey keen for his decision to sit out of the conference title game you were supportive of him on twitter you know that does feel a little bit like the the player to player fraternity that you're in so it makes sense but what, what is your perspective on this did he do the right thing
1: um I think only he can he can say that you know what I mean. He's he's the only one living his life, and he's the only one in his shoes. Um, personally, I understand the decision he made. Um, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes because I'm not in locker room anymore, so I don't know if there is you know an agreement not to burn his shirt and whatnot. But having said that, whenever his number was called while he was here, the kid balled out. So I took my cap to him. He beat Florida last year. Really. I think he was probably the biggest reason we were in that game anyway. So, to me, he gave everything he could to the program, and, you know, he had to make a business decision. And Nowadays in college football, these, these athletes have a little more leverage. So, you know, I'm grateful for him that he came through this program and did what he did.
0: Do you think that he could look back and regret it, though? You know, were you – he
1: can go, and I don't know what – I have no idea what he's chasing. Only only, only, only time will tell, you know. Yeah. I, I think it's just one of those things. Um, you know, if he plays in it, he's only got two more years to play. What if he goes somewhere and has to learn the system for a year? And tits out? then he only has one to play. So I think, like I said, he's the only one living his life. All my interactions, he's a great kid. So I, I really have nothing negative to say about him because I think he's, he's done it He's done his part as a knight, and you know I think he just saw the writing on the wall that he's he's probably never going to be the the guy in August Miles on offense. But you know when he had his opportunities, he did extremely well. So this kind of is what it is, man.
0: The uh, transfer portal has been really difficult to keep up with. How disappointed were you to see that Ryan O'Keefe put his name in there?
1: Um, I think it's just this day and age, man. It's, I wasn't surprised or anything like that, you know. Um. Ryan's like a little brother to me. It's it's just one of those things, you know. I I don't know if he was upset that he didn't get as much touches as he might like. I I really had zero conversations with him going into that, but you know, I think it's I think it's just the new norm in college football.
0: Do you think there? I mean, there's good and bad to everything in life. Do you think the portal does more harm or good to college football as a whole?
1: Um. I think in totality, I think it puts I think it puts both schools and coaches and and players in a tough spot because I think, you know, for the select few it provides an opportunity to go get paid just in today's in today's day and age with NIL and and the portal, but I also think it puts kids in a bad spot where, you know, they have a scholarship and they put their name in the portal and they burn ties at the university they're currently at and they don't have a spot to to end up on the back end. And then now they have no tuition paid for. And then what? So I think, I think in totality, you know, there's gotta be some, there's gotta be some grounds like just with the scholarships. If a guy puts his name in the portal, does that mean his scholarship still honored and, and whatnot? I think it's, I think that's the part that there's not enough talk about. Um, yeah. But, I mean some guys are getting paid. It's just in totality most guys aren't, and most guys are just stuck in the portal.
0: We're talking to Mackenzie Melton here on in the zone. It's uh it's such a difficult situation because I think players should have power over what it whatever it is they want to do. It is it's their life and they should have freedom to to do that. But also I remember myself at that age and I was awfully trigger happy with decisions, and I think sometimes when you have that sort of structure to where you have to stay somewhere, it can create uh you can create a better life for yourself. Um and maybe not even realize yeah. it at the time.
1: But also there's the other side of it of coaches <laughs> making guys leave. You see Colorado in prime time. So. <laughs> right. No, I
0: mean Boy, it, it takes on those, yeah it, take, it takes on many um there, there's just it there's so many different angles that you can take with something like this. I think back to when you started at UCF and it, it did, the first year didn't go well. I mean, you've admitted on this show you were booed, and it's something that yep. has stuck with you through the off season. Do you think you would have utilized the transfer portal after your first year at UCF if it was as prevalent?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody would have wanted me. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Probably not would you probably not
0: would you have been aware were you
1: aware of that at the
0: time were you like uh, I really hope they stick with me because right now you know it's not looking so good it shows Uh, self-awareness I have even more respect for you hearing uh, that sort of answer come for you
1: well I mean they're bringing in like I think at the time coming out of my freshman year they're bringing in three, three high school kids so they weren't doing it through the portal they're doing it in high school but you know, I won the job in fall camp, and then obviously the rest is history.
0: So you mentioned Deion Sanders. He accepted the job with Colorado. Do you find that as random as I do? And how do you think he'll do there?
1: Um, yeah, that's interesting to me. I thought USF was pretty close. You know, they put out a tweet, and obviously nothing happened. Um, I don't think it's super random, but I think he's going to succeed there. I don't see – I think he'll have a lot of success in the Pac-12, especially with USC and UCLA leaving. Um, he'll get a lot of talent. It's just, you know, talent only gets you so far, and then you got to be able to put up schemes and whatnot. I haven't watched a lot of Jackson State, all no, honestly, but I'm excited to see what, you know, him and his, his son playing starting quarterback is going to do.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of turnover on that roster like you mentioned earlier. So let's uh, switch gears to the Heisman Trophy. I can't peg the right Heisman Award winner. I know the odds makers say it's it's already pretty much done and Caleb Williams is going to win it. I was telling you, I feel like it should be vacant this year. I just don't feel like there's one guy that snatched it from everybody else. There's not that one outstanding performer. These guys that are nominated are phenomenal players, but just doesn't feel like that year where we have an obvious Heisman. It's sort of strange because in most years we do have one or two players that you go, you know, that's a Heisman performer right there.
1: No, nah, I agree 100%. Um, I mean, Caleb Williams had a spectacular year. Um, but I think Hendon Hooker, to me, if, if anybody's kind of been deserving of it, it's probably him just with the moments that he's had. Obviously, you know, he's, he's hurt now going on to the nfl draft but i think any hooker has probably been the most most outstanding and you know best storyline to me so if i'd give it to anybody it'd be him but but you're right man there hasn't been one guy that just ran away with it
0: one of the things i was thinking about too this year we have four quarterbacks and you know you're a quarterback so i'm sure that you know you uh you have no issue with that but I would like to see other positions get love on a more consistent basis when it comes to the Heisman Trophy. We're talking about an award that says yeah. right there in the mission statement it's the out- most outstanding player. It's not the. Right. It, we're turning the Heisman Trophy into the MVP award. I love Stetson Bennett. I even told you offline that he would be somebody I would consider for Heisman, but I mean. I think part of that is my my personal sort of uh, fondness for the NFL. We're viewing this award like it's the best quarterback on the best team, and that's not what it was intended to be.
1: No, I agree 100%. I think there's no reason that a running back from Michigan shouldn't be there. I think back to, I think it's 2016 where Houston beat, um, they beat both Louisville and uh, Oklahoma when Baker and and uh, Lamar went back-to-back Heisman. Ed Oliver was the best player in the country. And to me, like, guys like that should be getting more recognition, like guys that are just dominated their position, like the Will Andersons of the world. Obviously, he was there last year, but, um, no, I agree 100%.
0: All right, let's chat about the college football playoff. We've got that set. Are you happy with the four that we have? Uh, We've got – You don't
1: (laughs) – No, I'm not. Is
0: it TCU? Is that the one that sticks with you?
1: Yeah, I think T.C. is the main one. Um, to me, I don't know, man. The play calling on the on the half-yard line, one, the spot was bad. Two, like, I don't know why you don't go quarterback sneak back-to-back plays. And then three, you can't tell me that they're a better team than Alabama when healthy. Um, I just – you match them up. You put, you put the ball down. I don't know. Alabama's two losses – like, one's a two-pointer at, I and mean, we've talked about this, one's a two-point conversion at the end of the LSU game, and, you know, if their kicker makes a kick, they Bryce Young's winning the Heisman. So, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's time to expand. Uh, to me, if they had it expanded this year, it could really be anybody that wins it. Um, and I think we've seen that throughout the, the course of the regular season. It's, it's time to expand. It's been time to expand for a long time.
0: Isn't it weird how long we have this long gap between when the the playoff is set to when you actually play I feel like that would mess with me as a player. You've got a month off in between games and then all of a sudden you're playing the most important game of your season
1: Yeah, I think to me they should do bowl games the week after conference championships and then the playoff starts either that week or the following week if I if I were to call it, but I don't know. I just I don't understand why you'd wait, you know, twenty five days to play a six and six bowl game. TV ratings, okay, I got you, but yeah. I mean these kids want to go home, spend some time with family.
0: Yeah, clearly that's not the uh, that's that's not up top of the priority list of those that are scheduling these <laughs> games. And then we have and then the games the, the the college football playoff games are on New Year's Eve. So now I've got to I've got to decide between uh, you know the the. Typical Kravitz routine um, of watching Dick Clark's Rock and Eve or Georgia Ohio State. You know, this is a tough call.
1: <laughs> this is man. I don't know how, how many teams do you think they should expand to.
0: Well, they're go- they're already gonna expand to twelve. I I right. was in favor of six. That was my original thought. Six. Um, but if they're gonna go to twelve, that's fine. I don't think they should go any further than that because I think things get pretty. Uh, I mean, it's just pointless. Like, you go beyond 12, and what are we doing? So I think if you made it to 12, you've got the six qualifiers with the conference champions, and then uh, then the six at-large bids. I just think we need to be careful with that, too, because keep in mind, if Purdue would have beat Michigan and we were in a world where there was expansion, we would have had Purdue in the college football playoff. Who needs that? I don't need that.
1: (laughs) You know? Watch that
0: exactly this segment has been brought to you by twin peaks stop by grab yourself a gift card for that sports fan in your life mackenzie milton always a blast enjoy the weekend my friend
1: have a great weekend bro
0: sewn so cold locks of the week coming your way next you're listening to in the zone on 96.9 the game